Time for our Rural Roundup preview with the one, the only, Mr Andy Thompson. The Rural Roundup with Andy runs from 12 to 1 Wednesdays on all frequencies except Auckland and Wellington. Listeners in those areas can still listen to Afternoons with Staffy via the app. All right, Mr Thompson, you are a paying customer of the Cricket World Cup and I'm fascinated to ask you about your experience. We have seen the disappointing crowds. There's been some sort of stories of... um, uh, some challenging sort of logistics from the, the organisers. How's your experience as a paying customer about to head off on a trip of a lifetime? What's it been like for you, Andy? Bloody awful, mate, to be fair, to be true. Like, we've decided we're going to go on this trip months ago. We had to wait until, like, a month before to even start to book our flights because there was no itinerary, first and foremost. It took them forever to actually put out an itinerary. So we didn't know when we could go, when the games would be. So in the end, we ended up blocking a period of time um, for two weeks. We leave on the 29th, we're back on the 12th and book flights, and then we had to adjust our internal travel depending on where the game were. So we've got two New Zealand games, uh, New Zealand versus uh, New Zealand, um, South Africa and Pune. Then we've got two Australian games, Australia, England and Ahmedabad back to Mumbai for Australia versus Afghanistan and then down to Bangalore for New Zealand and Sri Lanka. So that's how we did it. Um, my mate Adam who got the tickets, he spent uh, all night one night until 4am booking tickets. It was a miracle that he actually got them and we just assumed that every single game was sold out shock horror, the tournament starts the the stadiums are a quarter half full if that and if you want to go and buy a ticket for a half full stadium it will show it's sold out so no one can understand what the BCCI are doing or the ICC are doing with these cricket um, um, tickets, it's just a complete and utter shambles and on top of that once we get to India we've got like a paper version of our ticket, but apparently we have to go and show that at some hotel to be given our proper ticket. We're terrified the fact that it might ju- they, they might be fake. We just don't know whether we're going to get there and have our tickets or what it's going to be like. So, yeah, you might get a phone call. Might have nice. to go figure out. It's, it's, it's an absolute nightmare. I mean, we're going to go and we're going to enjoy it and I'm sure we'll get to the games. And, yes, we think... We have legitimate tickets, but who knows? Who absolutely knows? Well, well I hope you're, you're in a, a select group who's you know, gone through something like this. And I, I tell you what, I hope New Zealand cricket um, are aware of scenarios like yours and other fans and that they can maybe help if any way or at least direct you in the, in the right path. Um, that, that's, that's really worrying to hear that, Andy. And I know this, this means so much to you and your mates. You've been looking forward to this for such a long time. Oh, look, we're, we're, as you quite rightly said, um, Daniel, this is a trip of a lifetime. We just can't wait for our two weeks in India and go to these games and soak up all the atmosphere and everything that's around it. But it is pretty worrying. Like, you should just have your your, your ticket on your phone, which is legit. We went through the proper, you know, wander in, get, scan it, job done, you know, and, and get into the game. We're, we're pretty certain... Well. It's going to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. I won't hesitate to pull a lever if I have to get to New Zealand cricket uh, to get myself into the grounds if I've gone all the way there. And I'm sure they will be helpful, you know. But but still, it is it is a concern. And, and I just am flabbergasted by watching these games and seeing these stadiums and the home of cricket, the World Cup, you know, they're only a quarter half full. You just can't comprehend it, how the BCCI or the ICC can allow this to happen. And I guess the biggest thing was right from the start, like no schedule, no schedule until at least a month. Yeah, out. there was a big red flag, wasn't it? There was oh. a big red flag. Now, now I think about it, you are right because uh, because I was sort of scratching my head as to when are they going to confirm all of this? Um, yeah. 
uh, and it was very late in the piece. Don't worry, Andy. I've, I've raided Grant Elliott's rum and Q stock. I've got some rib rocker pork uh, meat rub here, um, and, and I'll send it your way. Uh, for only New Zealand Good pork, man. though, right, Andy? Only New Zealand pork, right? Absolutely. Well, it better only be New Zealand pork because um, African swine fever is marching through Europe. And uh, I'm talking to Brent Kleist today, who's the CEO of New Zealand Pork Board. They're calling on MPI and the government to actually stop imports of pork from outside of um, these, or from countries that are infected by African swine fever. Um, apparently the issue is obviously that it can come in. It doesn't affect humans, but it is absolutely lethal uh, to pigs. And if it got into our feral population of pigs, it would decimate. Now, it would decimate um, the pig population in New Zealand, and certainly get right through the whole, um, the whole situation. And we know that um, we're importing a lot of pork. If they stop that, I don't know what that'll do to pork prices, because pork is one of the lowest um, cost. Uh, of protein in in the country, pork yes. and chicken at the moment, but you know we can't we can't take this risk. So I'm actually going to talk to Damien O'Connor about it on the show today, and then uh, Brent Kleist, the CEO of New Zealand Pork, to to find out what's going on here. But I'll take your pork rub, absolutely. I love my pork. <laughs> That's it is good, my friend. Anything else we need to know about as what as far as what's coming up? I've got Beaver on the show, Stephen Donald. Um, I'm trying to find out. You know the shirt that he wore in the uh, in the 2011 Rugby World Cup. Yeah. The one that didn't quite fit him. I'm trying to find out where it is, see if he's still got it. So I'm going to ask him about that on the show. Uh, and then um, yesterday, an absolute tragedy, Dr Tom Mulholland, who is a well-known mental health and doctor, um, unfortunately um, uh, died. And I'm going to talk to Lance Burdett, who is a very well-known mental health advocate, about this situation. Um, you know, it's it's a really it's an absolute tragedy. So uh, we are going to it's going to be quite a serious conversation this one, and um, but but um, handle it very very carefully. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk to Lance about that on the show. Those conversations need to be had, Andy. Thank you, mate. Go have a great show. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, that is uh, Andy Thompson at uh, the Rural Roundup a preview. There, uh, twelve to one. Wednesday on all frequencies except Auckland and Wellington. Listeners in those areas can still listen to the great Staffy on afternoons via the app. Speaking of Staffy, I think we're going to head to him after the short break, seven and a half away from 12.